1: Plushcare.com/slash/weight-loss.
0: You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.
2: Happy Friday, everybody! Happy Edmonton Oilers Black Friday, and Happy Birthday, Coom! Thank you. You're That's welcome. Delicious. When's your birthday?
3: May 13th.
2: Coming close. Jeez, oh, you almost got me there. <laughs> that was actually your birthday. <laughs> sure, wow. seven months away.
3: Yeah, we're getting there. I mean, it's, it's birthday season for me. It's completely reasonable to be <laughs> thinking about what you're going to buy me, how you're going to, you know, plan to celebrate.
2: Well, the sales are on. The sales are on over at nationgear.ca too, where you can still go and get your Decade of Darkness <laughs> <laughs> merchandise. Pray for Playoffs merchandise.
1: <laughs>
2: there's, <laughs> uh, all back. there's limited edition stuff going on at Nation Gear right now. Do any of you guys have Black, uh, what is it called again? Black Blackout. Oh, yes, Blackout. Blackout gear. The black Blackout Friday, Friday gear. It is. Yes. What do you think of it, Was?
0: Oh, it's fantastic! I love it. What's it's your favorite one? Probably a sweater that says like uh, "Decade of dark- Darkness" in the back, and something <laughs> <laughs> "Glory Awaits" or something. Yeah. There's
2: been yeah. some pretty cool
1: Black Friday releases by the Nation it. over the years, and this one's right up there. Uh, we had a there was a year years ago where we had uh, like embossed logos come out, but since then it's just been kind of sizzling, sizzling, sizzling. This year,
2: unreal, unreal stuff. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is very good. That is limited edition yeah whatever's there grab it don't miss out because it might just be next year when you get that back but welcome into oilers nation radio bit of a different group today because we're doing this at 10 30 a.m we brought back an og
3: this is all the this is all the people that wake up early yeah uh, (laughs) i become become an early riser that's the new thing this year is i'm trying not to get seasonal depression by waking up early and watching the
0: sunrise and it's helping
2: there you go (laughs) Smart.
0: <laughs> I'll have to try that. I woke up at 7 this morning. I saw the sun was still wasn't up. I'm like, this is
2: weird. Well, I, I woke up early, too, because I've run into a bit of a problem at my place with a hot water tank. Oh, that's not ideal, is it? It doesn't work. No. So Exploded? I'm, it's, uh, it was on the verge of oh, exploding. Oh, well, at least it didn't do that. That's So, good. got that's ahead massive. of the problem. So, now I have to drive to my parents the last couple of days to have a quick shower. Wow. <laughs> so I've had some great morning coffee. You know, live, the near like a,
3: live near, like, a rec center? Go to like Millennium Place and just have your shower there, sit in the tub, maybe. But get then warm our, for the day,
2: I my girlfriend did suggest to me that we go out to to the rec center and we could have a hot tub. Exactly, quick That's a great sauna. idea. Honestly, yeah. I don't have that kind get of your time. you day moving at the gym. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh Like every show, producer budget here. Come on, (laughs) We'll start out with a delicious debate, which is brought to you by Wendy's. Wendy's is letting you win real food with your fantasy team this year with the Wendy's daily face-off survivor pool. For those of you who want to smoke the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that will have you winning despite your lack of team building skills. Download the Wendy's app, score yourself 150 bonus points. On your first order. There is so much to read in this sad read. But anyway, whatever. We'll skip to the uh the question. How can the Oilers get back on track?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: the Oilers are what? Five, twelve and one, I think now to start the season. Yep, that's right. Their chances of making the playoffs on is it Puck. puck it was money puck money puck yeah, there you go. now down to 45.5 percent after wednesday's yeah loss. but what did
1: those idiots say we were going to do at the start of the
2: season it's <laughs> true is what true do they actually? know what do they know uh washington today obviously coming up in just over two hours we'll have a watch along for that too so come check that out on youtube but Coom we'll start with you how can the oilers get back on track
3: There's many things to consider for that question. There is a lot of things Mm -hmm. they're doing wrong, and I don't think we're ever going to be able to sit down and pinpoint one specific thing. The Goaltending hasn't been good enough. Defensive zone play hasn't been good enough. Maybe the system isn't good enough. They're learning a new one again, it seems like. They learned a new one at the beginning of the season. They struggled with it, now it's time to switch it up again. And, you know, there just isn't that much buy-in. It looks like a group that's played terrible hockey for two months, and they're not feeling good about themselves, so... Many, many, many things need to be fixed. I'd say the easiest one would just be get a heater from your goalie. Whether it's Stuart, Skinner, Cal Picard, whether Jack Campbell comes back up and does it, someone needs to go on a heater and save this team.
2: Which they kinda got for Ooh, three games. They and they won all three games. Yep. So Skinner, I don't think it was his fault last game. But I don't think no. he's like away from they the problems either. They were they were just yeah. bad. Uh Dan, what do you think? Can the Edmonton Oilers get back on track? Or are we doomed? Uh, what's his name? Celebrini. Max Celebrini.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I said this on O-N-E the other day, my first ever appearance on the show with you, yes. Liam. Be- we're, people liked it. Well, people hey, are big fans. They try, uh, you know, <laughs> at yeah, least analogy. for a little bit until I start saying some stuff that upsets them and then it'll be <laughs> yes. done. Uh, but, but for me, it's this team. Like we literally, every one of us is going to go around the table and we're going to say what we think is wrong with the team. And we're right. It just continues to, to pile up. and, you know, I see reporters throwing out their ideas. Some reporters have run out of questions. Uh, but some reporters are still throwing out ideas to try and... It feels like nibble around the, the edge of the problem without making too much of an impact. I'm at the point where, like Coombs said, you've lost so much emotion. You've lost so much give a shit that, like, it's either boom or bust now with the move that you make to make a a splash here. Uh, I I think that if we go out and we get Patrick Maroon, love the guy, we go out and we get Corey Perry, I think you're just sticking another finger in the dam and there's going to be another leak that springs somewhere else and we're just going to be back at square one. So nibbling around the edges isn't for me. Time to make a big splash or don't do anything at all and let this team just flail and fizzle
2: out. Those rumors are super weird. The Patrick Maroon, or like the Corey Perry one, it's kind of just speculation based off what's happening. We don't really know what's going on there. Super weird situation. They refused to comment on it again today.
1: But it does have like an old school GM feel to it, right? Bring in a guy that has done this before and has won championships and he's going to fix things. Paul Coffey has won a few championships. He's now behind the bench. Hasn't fixed things. Chuck Knob, or Chris Knobloch, Chuck Chuck Knobloch. Chris (laughs) Knobloch has won a few things in his time. He's not, he's not fixing things behind this bench. I just, I don't know. It's, it's like it, uh, it's,
0: bringing in Duncan Keith almost.
1: I just hate saying over and over again "death by a thousand cuts," but it really feels like that, and one fix ain't gonna stop the I thousand think other of,
0: cuts. I can
3: think of one. There's one player they could go out that would fix all of this. It's Brandon Manning. Well, <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: This and there <laughs> li- therein lies the issue too, and it and it highlights the problem is. You've got Ken Holland way, playing out the rest of his contract. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody in Edmonton believes that Ken Holland is getting re-signed as the GM. I don't think he's currently the GM. So what? <laughs> no, so what are we? Only. So why are we letting him be the one that makes uh, the solution here? I'm
2: hundred percent with you. I think the fact Ken Holland is still the general manager in quotations of this team is outrageous. To be honest, like you made your bed when you fired Jay Woodcroft, Jeff Jackson. Fire Ken Holland. Putting him out of his misery. Put all of us out of the misery. At least bring like, a little bit of hope of like new ideas to come in. Also, hiring Dave Garnier. I don't know if that's the best idea either. But Waz, what, what do you think? How can the Oilers save themselves if uh, they even can? Well, honestly,
0: last season we were kind of in the similar spot where we were just a little bit inconsistent. The only thing last season that was really a difference maker was the power play. The power play was clicking. It was kind of bailing out at the Oilers for the that's most part. Point. And, you know, this year we've had plenty of chances on the power play to score and you know if we had the power play from last year this season we probably wouldn't be in this mess that we are in right now so i think you know there's no solution right now in terms of i mean goaltending sure can be better defense can be better but if the power play can start clicking just a little bit more compared to similar to last season i think the orders would be winning a few more games and kind of give themselves a bit of a uh, lifeline
2: do you think they should change the power play the first unit
0: I, I, that's t- tough to say. Yeah, so he went
2: one for four last game. So he, yeah. he has been a little bit better. I'm not disagreeing what, with you. What's the
0: power play right now?
2: It is, what is it? Hyman in front, Nuge on the one side, Dry Saddle in his office, which isn't really yeah. his office anymore. And then McDavid buzzing around, mm. Boosh at the top.
0: I, I don't know. I think you need to keep Nugent and Hopkins on the power play for sure. Hyman's always been key on it like it's it's really tough because it it worked so well last season I know it's not working right now but I think the issue with the power play right now is that it's not quick enough it's it's definitely slowed down a bit compared to last year they're they're not as crisp with their passes they're not doing tic-tac-toe plays as we've seen them do before it's it's a lot of things that just like it feels like teams have maybe almost figured them out they know how to kind of just put a stop to the power play and slow it down a bit so Maybe they just have to change up how they run it because at times it feels like the way they start the power play is that they'll just kind of give it to McDavid. McDavid will go d- through the neutral zone, try to beat... 3-4.
1: I think that's already dead. Yeah,
0: exactly. I honestly it's think Knobloch has anymore. come
1: in and killed that out of this out of the power play. But I'm with you, Oz. Like, you know, for for us as fans with Woodcroft, the guy was blending the lines all the yeah. time. But one thing that always stayed exactly the same and stagnant, you could argue this season, was that power play. Mm-hmm. Liam and I now, for a couple episodes of this podcast, have been clamoring for a power play change of some sort.
2: Like, e- e- even if you change it for today's game yep. and it doesn't work, you can go back to the other one. It's fine. Game, do nothing if changes. Do it for, like, two power plays this game if you have to, and to see what happens. And the thing is, last season, the
0: goaltending wasn't perfect. The defense wasn't perfect, but the power play was bailing them out. This year, everything is going wrong, obviously. McDavid's not producing. is not producing. It's It's a tough situation where you do need your systems to kind of improve a bit because right now there's doesn't seem to be a trade on the horizon as far as we know anything could happen but a trade Corey is not, gonna, a, not a, Corey Perry, a trade <laughs> is not a trade yep, maybe brandon <laughs> Manning. Manning. Petrovich. It's you never know it's so. Miko gonna, all i'm saying Spuna?
2: is a, a deal <laughs> is, a is not agent. gonna
0: save this team it has to come internally as we've heard in the in the rumors recently
2: yeah we'll get to that a little bit later on but Anything else you guys would like to add to this? Delicious what about you, Liam? Presented by Wendy's. Oh yeah. What do, yeah. what do I think? Need, okay, how do they turn things around? I, <laughs> I like. I don't think this team's making the playoffs. As Ooh. much as like people don't want to hear it, like they have the second worst win percentage through 18 games since 2005. No, the other four teams in the bottom five also didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's it's a disaster. This whole season is a disaster. I think they need to retool on the fly. I don't think they're going to do that today, but in like two or three weeks, if things continue to go sideways, then Fogel has to go or be considered to go. They basically, you can't do, you can't just sit on your hands and wait for things to get better because we're through 18 games now and the best period we've had in a losing game was last game. Yeah. It's taken 18 games to show any kind of effort in a defeat, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just like, what are we doing? Like, I just, I just don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, unfortunately. I, I think Skinner's just becoming inconsistent. The blue line isn't strong enough, although I think we've seen a bit of improvement from Cody Ceci. Ekholm doesn't look quite the same. has actually been decent. I don't think Vincent is an everyday defenseman. I think they need to find ways to create money for themselves so that they can worry about next season. And hope that you can show Leon Drysaddle this the rest of the way that you are building towards something better than what you have right now. That would be my biggest goal right now is trying to convince Leon Drysaddle this is the place you need to go. And then once you get Drysaddle, I think McDavid's staying. Is that
1: fair? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that that sounds good. But the team has to be – Jeff Jackson has to be willing to fire the GM. And then the team has to be willing to stomach the – that and i just don't know if they are i feel like there's still a team that's going to hold on to this you know cup contender champion contender uh, mantra until until they're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs and
2: do you know what too like you can do this and still give yourself hope the rest of the way yeah i I agree you can push till the playoffs to the last day like florida did and people want to compare that to the oilers too but it's like I don't think Florida had this well, kind of stretch, did they? you can
3: miss the playoffs and not blow
0: it up, right?
2: Yeah, Like, exactly. Tampa missed the
0: playoffs, won a few
2: Colorado years ago. Colorado got Colorado. Cal- Cal- Macar, yeah, I
0: did. Liam, we were talking with us, I think, yesterday. A Colorado 2017. Terrible season. They draft Kale McCarr. I mean, I don't <laughs> think there's a Kale not McCarr. not
2: <laughs> Yeah,
0: so the, I don't think there's a Kale McCarr in this draft, obviously, for the Oilers. But, but the, there is a Celebrini. Yeah. That's for sure. To, to be
2: fair, I don't think they knew there was a Kale McCarr in Kale McCarr's draft. That's for sure. <laughs> he
0: kind of said
3: expectations no one ever i think you just wait for the offseason to kind of make your big changes like yeah. you don't need to trade a first round pick and 100%. xavier borgo to dump jack campbell when you can yeah. buy him out in the offseason and, and it's, it's not that bad of a penalty
0: I, I think that's the realistic that's the reality of the situation is the or might need to do a soft retool in the offseason a soft rebuild of some sorts just get rid of the players who are not performing and who are not
2: do it know, now
0: you could but yeah i'm just one i I I
2: know you're saying but like
0: right so it's like okay well
2: so you've upcoming free agents warren fogel who has like was he a 14 points in 18 games this season he's probably a first round pick value you know pretty close uh matthias Janmark, you can get rid of him then you also have connor brown who i don't i don't know how this works maybe you know coom but I'm pretty sure they can like create room this season yeah to put his bonus on right yeah. you, if, they, uh, if
3: they can shed enough contracts so if they can shed the entirety of brown's performance bonus plus all the other bonuses they're going to have to kick over for next year so think of your entry-level contracts Holloway Broberg if you can get underneath that so you're going to have to look at getting rid of guys like you, know, if you get rid of Fogle maybe a Kulak a CC guys like that then you can fit brown's performance bonus it's not a problem next year
2: that needs to to be priority number one, basically, right, to try and avoid that dead cap. Uh, Vincent DeHane has had interest shown to him from the Toronto Maple Leafs earlier in the season for Sam Lafferty, and then, of course, you have Calvin Pickard, who I'm sure teams will be clamoring for pretty quick here.
3: (laughs) Jack (laughs) Campbell, yeah, performance,
2: yeah. (laughs) But there you go. Like, the Oilers have options to kind of retool this thing on the fly. but Don't uh, trade the
3: first-round pick.
2: No, it might be like trim. a top three pick. Yeah. <laughs> like,
3: do not trade that thing. No. Don't trade it. If to you do, it's lottery. Yeah, don't, but. don't. Yeah. If, yeah. It's, if it's top 10 protected, you can switch it next year, maybe. But don't attach that thing to get rid of Campbell. Don't attach that thing to buy a rental. Hang on to that pick. You're going to need it in the summer.
2: Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Delicious debate brought to you by Wendy's. Next we we'll last year. was you specifically, and we'll go around the horn. Nice. Who delivered? Presented by DoorDash for a limited time. <laughs> Our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25 in all caps, that's 25% off up to $10 in value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and use a, a code NATION25, all caps. Was? who delivered. It doesn't have to be. Anyone, anything good Could be bad
0: Oh It geez. doesn't even have to be the Oilers Who delivered I will give it to Okay Can I give Calvin Picard?
2: Picard? Yeah you can He's showing
0: up a bit You know he's Should he be the, Should he be starting a game or two here? Probably But the same breath It's like He's showing up when he needs to He's He's giving this ch- He's made some big saves here and there Uh, For a backup He's doing his role <laughs> Yep
2: yeah, I I like that one Uh Coom Could be anything Doesn't have to be the Oilers
3: Uh Jeez, man, who's delivered? <laughs> um, the the weather this year has winter's been it, great. Well, winter glad. has we been great. Winter has we've been nice, delivered yeah. some really nice weather. I yeah. guess that's to usually my fallback. Thank you, Planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: that's always a good one. Uh, this was the first time this winter I've used quotations three times this show. We're only uh, and you're not percent. on any cameras. No,
1: Mm-mm. there you go, perfect.
2: <laughs> uh, first time today I had to scrape frost off my car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what are, are we, November 24th? That's not bad. Yeah,
3: so we've yeah. been delivered a nice bill of
2: weather so far in the yeah. winter. Shout Belk on wood. Shout out weather. Dan?
1: Well, you know what? It's it's going to go, I'm going to steal a little bit of yours, 50% of yours in Pickard and Skinner. Uh, I'm going to give it to both the goalies for coming out in a week where all of a sudden the answer was after firing Woodcroft, we're going to go and get a goalie, and that's going to fix everything. Yeah. They've come out, and they've delivered enough that – Every fan, I think, to a person has gone around and said, I don't know if a goalie would fix everything here. <laughs> and so we've been able to kind of quell that stupid trade rumor that we were going to go ahead and make a big move on. So, yeah, I'm going to give it to both goalies for delivering performances that allowed us an
2: opportunity to win each hockey game, and the team blew it for them. Yeah, I'm off the, I'm off the goalie train as well, which we'll, we'll get to again. Two people now have teased what I'm going to – have you guys read my script? No, didn't read the script ahead of time this time. (laughs) Uh, My Who Delivered, presented by DoorDash, are the Montreal Canadiens fans that absolutely crapped on my parade on Wednesday, I think. So thanks for the views. That was big of you all. Uh, I put out a mock trade. It had, I think, 45 likes on Twitter and 180 comments. Oh, Jesus. Wow. So get yeah, ratio. I believe they call that Liam. ratio, yeah. But also, neck. yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for the 170,000 impressions. Wow. Thank cool. you, Montreal. What
0: was your... Uh, Beef sells records,
2: baby. I, yep. I know you
0: don't want to bring it, but Coombe, can you kind of... Th- I want to know your opinion on this trade from Liam. Oh, you want me to tell you? Yeah, trade? say it again. <laughs> uh, let's run it back. You're, let's double you're, down. you're great at rate, breaking down <laughs> he trades. Hasn't I'm going to say at, it's a good He no hasn't been what yelled what
2: at enough, so let's go. So, this trade is supposed to be mirrored around what the LA Kings were able to do with Cal Peterson. So, for people that don't know, we spoke about it before, but when Cal Peterson was traded, he had two years left on a $5 million contract per year, which the only difference between him and Campbell is Campbell has this season left. So my trade, this was before the the Florida game, which really didn't make any difference. Uh, Jack Campbell, Ryan McLeod, uh, first, the second, whatever it is, and then like a third or a fourth, whatever the picks were, just two picks. Two Montreal for Samuel Montembeau and Sean Monaghan.
3: It doesn't seem that crazy It's not that me. crazy. I don't think it's outrageous,
2: insane, Liam. No, it's, I d- I don't think it's crazy It probably crazy favors
3: either. Edmonton a little bit, but I don't think it's outrageous.
2: I don't think it's crazy either. If you throw in, like, say you throw in a, a high mid-level C prospect yeah. of, like, maybe, like, a Philip Kemp for Max Warner or something like that. I think that actually and balances out pretty first well. Pick, yeah, right? I think, yes. only, so you
3: were willing to get rid of Edmonton's first-round pick and you didn't put, like, a lottery protection on it. So Montreal. Could, I just said yeah. yeah Montreal could pick. be getting a top five pick here, and they're they're whining about that. Why yeah. do they have any aspirations uh, of being competitive anytime soon? Why can't they take on Campbell's <laughs> contract? Believe <laughs> it or not,
2: they were pretty defensive of their own players.
3: I guess they think that they think Moncumbou like is legit,
2: oh. and they fail to realize that Sean Monahan gets injured every time he gets a paper cut, which is hilarious so, because
1: yeah. they're also carrying three goalies at the current moment. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So but. But, but in their defense, they don't give a shit about the season. So, yeah. But on top of that, too, the three goalies thing that benefits this as well is the fact you can just send Campbell down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you fair. can just play Allen and... You uh, can put him on Bingo waivers. Again,
1: them. you don't have to. You could, Corner, and
0: he's
2: he going to pass
1: them every time.
0: Yes. Ryan McLeod, that kind of weighs it down because he hasn't been producing at all. He doesn't yeah. produce much, right? Maybe,
2: but also it's a team-friendly deal for a team as a good center depth anyway that you could just throw him on your fourth line yeah. for two million bucks and he's only 24. Maybe a change of scenery. Oh. Like, it definitely benefits the Oilers in terms of the players they get, but in that sense, too, you look at the LA Kings trade and they got, like, a random prospect.
1: I'm just saying, they Liam, away. in the future, think more of the market that you're going to. I know. Offer Raf Lavoie. And that <laughs> would have <laughs> fixed everything. <laughs> Olivier Rodriguez or Yeah, It would have broke the internet in Olivier Watt?
2: you would have flipped that ratio Uh, instantaneously. Marc-Andre
3: Bergeron? (laughs) Parlez-vous
2: en (laughs) français. Although, I once interviewed Xavier Bogo, or Xavier Bogo, as his real name is, and I asked him, I was like, oh, so you must be like a a big Habs fan he's like no i love the boston bruins so take that Montreal. well that's,
1: i mean yeah east canada i used to live in halifax i don't know if you knew that liam but you're uh, from halifax yeah i lived I in halifax no don't not from there but you lived never there mentioned that. i live there yeah no i've never brought that nova up scotia. on a podcast I've never brought before. it up halifax nova scotia correct <laughs> uh, a lot of a lot of people out there i think are anti Habs fans <laughs> because Habs fans are dying yeah well. they're dying off that's a known fact
0: Oh, I don't know
3: about I've that. S- to grow I've now. mentioned
1: it on this podcast many times.
0: I don't know
3: about that. Is there Habs fans that listen to this podcast?
1: Not anymore because they're all they, dead.
3: I <laughs> think they want to be reminded. Speaking of the Boston Bruins, that they could have drafted Patrice Bergeron and didn't. That's that's probably why a fair is, point. Why, why didn't
0: you, you say <coughs> uh, Habs fans? TV on social is really like growing the fan base again. It's been a nice revival. It seems. Well, uh, what do they think about Liam's trade proposal? I don't know. I Ask Caps, man.
2: They I, should. I didn't, look Jack, at, I didn't look at the quote tweet, so you might have. <laughs> no, 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 don't worry about it. You <laughs> might have already gone it. After. Did you not learn about reading the comments? <laughs> yes. <Yeah, yeah. laughs> hey, I fought really really. back. I fought back hard. Ooh. I love it when people are like, this is a dumb trade. And you're like, okay, then what would you do? And then there's no response. No. Yeah. It's no. perfect. No one thinks. Although, I will say to back up my own point, too, Frank will came on Owen every day and said it would only take a first and a third to get rid of Campbell.
3: So you were giving Montreal a sweetheart deal and their fans were melting down.
1: I know. That's pathetic. Could you believe it? Could you believe it? On the internet, for the first time ever, people had an
2: irrational reaction. (laughs) I know. They're not
0: open-minded, are they?
2: That'll be a memory I will remember forever thanks to our friends at Alberta Blue Cross.
0: (laughs) That was great. There's
2: only one thing better than sharing memories and that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. And they'll be taking us to... uh, Arizona. Arizona. Do they play in Phoenix, or is it one of those sub? Do they play in Tempe? I think technically, I think it's
1: Tempe. Yeah. Either but, way, uh, I think Arizona we'll be staying.
2: Campus, no. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we'll be staying in Phoenix. Wherever we're going, go check it out. Uh, yeah. you guys are staying downtown Tempe, I believe. They have a downtown in Tempe. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like sure. That's where Park. the nightlife is. No way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they have it, folks. That explains why well it's his uh, college campus. Sir.
1: Yeah, you guys will be partying. You'll be able to party on the campus at Mullet <laughs> Arena, but, and I think there's some cool bars in and around that area. You should
3: audit a course. You should just show up yeah. to like a 400-level like a political science course. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought
1: you were a golf course because they have a lot of from, golf yeah. courses down there.
3: No, I was talking about a university course on campus.
1: A University of Phoenix course, highly reputable <laughs> university. <laughs> yes. If you want <laughs> a
2: diploma from a diploma farm. So I'm going to ask you your... Most memorable thing about somebody after I read this quote and we get some thoughts on it for our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. Okay. So this is from Elliot Three F- Friedman. Elliot Friedman's 32 Thoughts article that he released last night. Edmondson's first optioning goal is hoping Jack Campbell <laughs> rediscovers his game in the American Hockey League. As one executive likes to say, you can either solve your problems or trade your problem. The first <laughs> first method is always better. After a rough start of a fourth, <laughs> 4.36 goals against average and a .819 save percentage in three games for Jack Campbell, he did manage to turn it around and get a 30-save shutout on Tuesday against the Henderson Silver Knights. Oilers continue to address and figure out the situation. Thoughts on the Oilers giving Jack Campbell another chance? Dan
1: well i mean i i was asked this question i think on tuesday on this podcast what do we think we do with jack campbell i said then and i believe it to this day he's going to be back on this team at some point
2: but that's is that the right thing should they give him another chance
1: of course. Like, I don't know. Like, to me, you have the guy on your team, you're paying him $5 million. If he seems to figure it out, I'm not telling, I'm not saying, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. made the jokes. I made all the jokes of Jack Campbell shuts out the Vegas Golden Knights farm team, and all <laughs> of a sudden he's back in our mix. I think that that's, you know, that's not the case. But he puts, he strings together a couple of outings in the AHL. Why not? What is it going to hurt to bring him back up on this team and then maybe put him on waivers again and maybe somebody takes a shot? Give it a chance. What if they lose
3: Cal Picard on waivers?
1: I'm. That I'm really. Devastated. That would
2: be the worst part. It might That'd be the worst thing that happened
3: hey, all year. Yeah.
1: Well, because the, then Rodriguez right? gets yeah, a shot. Yeah, so finally, like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not devastated if I'm, Picard. I'm, I'm, I'm 100 yes. joking. <laughs> right, yeah. yes. I think who is the who is the best goalie that was on <laughs> oh, the? <laughs> oh,
3: it was they lost Anton Forsberg on waivers. Yes, that's oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Yes, uh, Nedeljkovic so was also one. But see, that downhill since
1: then. But that was the COVID nightmare that they. Nobody thought. Nobody thought that goalies would get passed around like cheap bucks during COVID. Well, there was a
0: goalie who was recently on waivers who was supposed to be picked up. Zach mentioned his name. What's uh, Sandstorm, I think oh, Felix, Felix Sandstorm. Sandstorm? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, yeah.
1: Sandstorm. I don't know how much of a difference he would make. Yaroslav Halak is available. I'm just saying.
0: Hey, Miko Koskinen's
3: out there too, right? So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people that could hypothetically play a net for the team. But... But Nicole Jack Campbell Costume, is
1: on yeah. con- is under contract and he's on our farm team. And if he continues to perform down there, why not yeah. let God read at continue. least a few good starts though? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. He yeah. needs like five in a
2: row. He needs a thousand we were
3: we were talking about this Weeks. before me and Liam were talking about this before the show, and it's like you gotta consider with the AHL. Henderson might have been on the bus for 30 hours before that game. <laughs> <gig. And laughs> this is just like this is the context. Like, it's, it's like going into way. Winnipeg. It's yeah, exactly. It's exact Henderson. Kind of
2: thing, so. Is yeah, it it's in? Northern it's in Nevada. Nevada. It's northern yeah. Nevada. It by yeah. Vegas? Yeah. No, it's north of.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's
2: quite a bit north. Yeah.
3: Do you remember
2: actually when it's we were to like
3: Sacramento, I think, in Real? California.
2: Do you remember when we were yeah. on a nation vacation in Vegas and Jared met Fred Brathwaite? He could play in that for the Odyssey. At the Henderson. I think he's like the assistant GM of the Henderson Silver Knights. Oh, maybe, yeah. And he like took a picture. He's like, I met Fred Brathwaite. <laughs> no, I don't so, remember. that right it. on, oh. Jared? Uh, I met Coombe. Jack Campbell's return, yeah. uh, yay or nay, or oh, oh my goodness, what are we doing?
3: It's, it's got to be at least a handful of good starts. He had three bad starts and one good one so far. There has to be more good starts than bad starts. And the only... Okay, so there has to be two things. Campbell has to be good in the AHL, and Picard has to be bad in the NHL. Yeah. He has to, Picard has to at least have like a couple of starts where you're like, wow, this guy is not NHL playable, I think. I think. I think you have to have Campbell kind of earning his shot back.
2: I think... <laughs> That's a to what no one's really thinking about, is what if Kyle Peterson is just good? Sure. He's at two he's two Picard, games. Picard, what about right. Kyle Peterson? Sorry, <laughs> I just need this head. trade to go through, yeah, like, yeah. What, if, what if Calvin Picard is, is just good? It's possible. Yeah. Two yeah. starts now, or two games. He's been decent. The Florida game, probably won one back, but he gave the Oilers a very good <laughs> chance to win. That's a one-goal game. And he allows one goal against a Florida uh, Carolina team that just lit up the Oilers yeah, the first he period. Looked in the he looked after good.
3: coming in relief of Skinner, I thought he was fine. I'm going to give him a run, man. See, I the, the trouble knows? with this is they 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 lean on Skinner so hard, and it's like, he's going to burn out, man. That's what happened last year. He played so many games yeah. in the playoffs roll around, and he's never played that many games before. You like know?
2: You look at what the LA Kings did last season, again, where they started to goalie the season with Kyle Peterson, Jonathan Quick, and finished with Corpusello and Fox Copley. Copley. And nobody, nobody thought Phoenix Copley was going to be anything. And I don't think he's a great goalie, but he gave him a hell of a run. Yeah, he
1: came in and won like nine out of ten games. Yeah, I think
2: you finished the season with uh, like 19 wins and two losses. Something stupid like that. I'll have a quick look. But was what is what do you think was? was
0: uh, basically what Cam said. You just want to get some consistency from Jack Campbell in the AHL before making a... A little bit of a risky move in the trade market because I think the Oilers are ultimately very scared to give up assets right now considering where they are in the standings. They're like, well, we could have something in the off season and try to work out with that. So they don't want to give up too much right now. So finding a little bit of consistency in Jack Campbell's game is probably the safe play and knowing the Oilers are actually not very reactionary under Ken Holland. They don't really go out and make moves in November, December. They'll wait closer to the deadline to potentially make a move, and I know fans are clamoring for moves right now. We need to trade this and do this and go after this guy, but realistically, you don't see that happening in the NHL. How many NHL teams really go make big goalie splashes? I mean, the Oilers are maybe in a very unique (laughs) uh, situation, right? So uh, ideally, you need to see Jack Campbell get some consistent form in the AHL, bring him back up, see if it translates a, a little bit. You know, you don't want the Jack Campbell yeah. of October. You want the Jack Campbell, of maybe uh, September la- last January yeah. season. Jack yeah. Campbell, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So, and Skinner, he, he will never admit that he got burnt out in playoffs, but he probably did. Like I remember his uh, post-game press conference after the playoffs. He's like, I didn't get burnt out. I just, just wasn't playing well in that. And I don't know, man, you seemed a little off. So let's mm-hmm. uh, um, go ahead.
2: I was going to say last season, Phoenix Copley had 24 wins, six losses, and three overtime losses. That's what we need so from,
3: from Cal. Card. That's all we well, need. It's a small really ask. It. It's reasonable. Another,
0: <laughs> another <laughs> way to look at it is Aiden Hill for the Vegas Knights. He oh, was exactly. right. He just kind of got thrown into a situation that no one really expected him to be the goaltender to win the Golden Knights of Stanley Cup. Uh, who was it? Laurent Bressois, who was between the pipes for the most part?
2: Yeah, Brassois, then he got injured against the so Oilers game Logan Thompson two. as well earlier in the Logan year. Thompson. Yeah, Logan
0: Thompson. It was him or Skinner for the Calder between the goalies. I think that that season. So it, if you look at Aiden Hill, like did he got picked up off waivers or something? I believe
3: he was traded for a fourth round pick from San Jose. I think. So yeah. and look for, at him now. Thriving. Fourth,
2: where is it? Yeah, fourth round pick in this upcoming draft yeah. this season. Aiden Hill in twelve games as a nine thirty-two save percentage.
0: He did have a pretty good defense in front of him yeah. <laughs> so the golden knights are a team man they, yeah they, they know what they're doing and that's and the stuff. thing any goalie the Orthers bring in the question is can they sustain decent goaltending in front of that defense i don't think there's a single goalie on the market that the Orthers have been linked to who will perform well in front of our current defense
2: i'm with you brother
0: they need dominic hashek from the late 90s can
3: they yeah, trade for him
2: that would be th- hey you could trade for him
3: Dwayne ken, ken knows him Twitter, Ken knows yeah. him. He was a red wing.
2: He was a red wing. You <laughs> may have heard. So now I ask you <laughs> for your Blue Cross most memorable Chat Campbell moment. Coom, <laughs> you look uh, you look like you're ready for this. Um
3: I felt he had some good performances in the playoffs as a relief goalie, (laughs) not relief goalie, relief pitcher, what am I saying? In relief of Stuart Skinner uh, in the playoffs, that was Mm. great. I also allowed myself to get on the Jack Campbell Revenge Tour bandwagon in September. Mm -hmm. I thought that was fun. It was full. He was, yeah, it was. We wanted to believe, man. We're 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 on board. So I can't I can't take responsibility for this. Uh, that's what I remember from Jack Campbell, the Revenge Tour that lasted just the preseason.
2: I'll say his game against Nashville this season was yeah, pretty sweet. That seemed like it was going to be a bit of a turning point. Forty three saves on forty four shots. Stood in his head. Then in his next start, I think he allowed five in the third period to Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota so, yeah, that was sick. Dan, a quick moment from Jack Campbell that you remember?
1: Yeah, it was the day he signed. Yeah, that was big. We were was, all here. We were all jacked <laughs> for it. And uh <laughs> so Campbell.
2: Yeah, See so what I did there? We created the soup yeah, instantly. Everything was hits. coming
1: together. It was looking great, and we were making Leaf fans look like idiots. Yeah, I
2: had my mm. Infinity Gauntlet meme made There yep. you go, and then uh, the others didn't get... Connor Brown, like we thought they were going to do that season, he went to Washington.
1: If the Oilers had just done what I'd done the year before, said the year before, right before the trade deadline, and gone Connor, gone and got Connor Hellebuck, we wouldn't be talking like this. What
2: were we thinking? <laughs> Was quick Jack Campbell memory, good or bad?
0: Uh, I'll just go to last January where he <laughs> kind of popped off for a few games for the Oilers. I think won like seven in a row or six games, with Jack Campbell. And I was like, oh, that, that's the soup we were, we were hoping for. He's here now. And then things started to kind of derail. a bit. that's also when Vincent D'Arnais kind of came into the picture as that well. That was true. So. He didn't lose uh, a game. Yeah, exactly. Vinny we Winnie or Vinnie what was we, the we answer? Yeah, Vinnie, we, And then maybe th- recently the good memory was a second period against the Minnesota Wild where he was making insane yeah. saves and then it just kinda fell apart. Yeah. So uh very brief <laughs> moments. Also, I'll give a little credit to Leafs fans about Jack Campbell, because I think they did try to warn us about him. He's like, He's not as good as you think. He's had some issues, and we're kinda like, I we'll be fine. We'll, yeah. we'll nobody be okay. Nobody listened when Leafs fans like the the thing was is Campbell. Played
3: well when the team was really good defensively. The Leafs were a good defensive team for a few years, and nobody believed it. And they're like, no, Campbell's doing well in a good defensive system. Sheldon Keefe's a good defensive coach. And no one believed it. And he came here in front of a team that doesn't play good defense, and it's a whole different animal.
2: Now, here we are with Jack Campbell with a, what did I say, an 819 save percentage in his first uh, three games in the American League. What's
0: Happy Bullen doing now these days?
2: I think he's in jail.
0: I don't think that's the case, but thank you, Liam. Can we uh, (laughs) can we bust him out and put him between the pipes and wash it? (laughs) That was an era of worthless hockey. I think Dan probably remembers that well. Please don't sue us. I
2: really do. Yep. (laughs) Just before we move on to the idiots, another note from the 32 thoughts article was on Leon Drysaddle. Eligible for an extension in July, made it very clear before the season what he loved about the organization is that everything and everyone is about winning. Ironically, mm-hmm. that's yes. what he wants, that's what he craves. As long as he's, as that's the focus, he's good. McDavid is no different. He's miserable when they lose, and they and they don't hide it very well. He's not going to like being seen as the king maker either. Which uh, previously in the article he just spoke about how everyone thinks McDavid's manipulated the organization which is far from the truth if you believe that give your head a shake right
1: oh, yeah, but, yeah <laughs> but is that is that okay and i don't want to we don't need to go down a too deep of a wormhole right. either, but yeah, you thought. is he stirring up it like are we stirring up something by going too far that way now too
2: yes 100%. by bringing I, I in too many think...
1: mcdavid connections
2: oh the organization yes but in the same breath He's, but but you what if he's keep not that demanding. Happy, if they're just doing it.
1: I know. That's but that's what I'm saying. Is like even for the perception now for him, is he worried that he's going to have to stick around in this organization that is his fingerprints I everywhere? Think. Yeah, maybe. I think I don't that's know. Twer- it's
3: always been that way though, because he was involved with Mac T getting booted out and yep. McClellan coming in, Chirelli coming, Hall in. going. He was okay with with Holland. Yeah, there's always been the talk about Taylor Hall. He w- was he okayed that as
1: well. Like yep. it's on- not new. The only yep.
2: one that seems to have been. No, I don't want to say on McDavid's call, but like he wasn't happy Woodcroft left. No. That was very. He apparent. was a big fan
1: of the Brandon move, Manning move. Yeah, he
2: liked yeah, that he one. He, he approved it. He made it himself.
1: <laughs> he
3: went into Charlie's
0: office, kicked the door down, and said, "We have to get Brandon fucking Manning."
2: Yeah. Yes, he did. It, it, uh, sorry, was go ahead.
0: Uh, I'm just saying, it's a tough situation for Conor McDavid because. In the same breath as management, you do want to get your best player's opinion on moves. Hey, should we trade this guy? What do you think about this guy? What do you think about this move? It, it's very normal to get their thoughts and opinions, but to have them <coughs> making decisions, I think, is very false. I don't think that's the truth of it. Like, it's uh, Connor McDavid, I think, I, I think Jeff Jackson needs to have a discussion with Connor McDavid. Hey, are you okay? That we don't get your opinion on moves going forward because clearly it's creating a narrative in the media.
2: Well, apparently, Jeff Jackson doesn't ask anybody anything. Mm-hmm. Called to his press conference. He asked no me if a single thing. person. He no. texts me every time. <laughs> Assy <laughs> Idiots. Good <laughs> the that's great. Assy Idiots presented by Oilers Nation Pack the Nation Truck Food Bank Drive. Presented by sure. okay. Okay. Fod. I, I have to say, that is
1: that is right up there with the Michael Scott Run for the Cure. It's so good. I love it. Yes. It's so good. Read it again,
2: Liam. Um, Oilers, na- Oilers Nation, Pack the Nation Truck, Food Bank, Food Drive, presented by Sherwood Ford, the Giant. To the
1: cure the, the lack Honda. of food in society. Yes. In a parachute. Wow, I love it. We'll call it I, we'll do it again, Liam? It, what is it? <laughs> one more
2: time, Liam? I don't have time. One more time, to <laughs> time Liam? We, we, we're one more time. It is now presented by Pack the Nation Truck, Associated with Sherwood Ford the Giant. There you go. The food banks in Edmonton and surrounding areas are in need of food and donations more than ever in the holiday season. Oilers Nation and our awesome local partners are going to pack the Nation truck. Thanks assured Ford.
1: It's it's such an important thing oh, it yeah, really big is. Time. The food banks around the country but especially in Edmonton and, and area have been st- saying that they're what two or three months away from no food kind of thing on the shelves. So, yeah, it's it's important. It's time to do it. I joke. I you know, we laugh at the at the title being a mouthful, but uh, serious But we're trying sure. to we're trying to yeah, trying to do something here. So, let's have some fun with it
2: and let's stuff that truck. We'll so, give y-
3: everyone a mouthful of food. Ah. Yeah. Hey. You know.
2: hey. So you can uh, you can go to Sherwood Ford in Sherwood Park. Uh, Wilhawk Beef Jerky in Le Sports Closet, which is at the St. Albert Mall. If you're going to the Sherwood Park one, uh, just wait till around five o'clock tonight when I get the box. <laughs> uh, Greta, downtown, Dog Patch and Bread and Butter. Maybe when you're you can you'll see one of us. All around know. the city. All around the delo- city. You can also it. just donate straight to it yourself yeah. as well. You hey, know, that's true. Yeah, you don't have to do go through, through us. us. Please uh, we're doing this until the 27th, which would be Tuesday. Mm hmm. First the serious question should be a quick one. <laughs> Will Tyler come back from New York city engaged the way he described the trip on Monday night's pod. I got the feeling that he might have been planning this from Steven. I'll be honest. I did not get that vibe from him at all. Dan, as someone on the podcast, do you expect Tyler to come back from New York engaged despite now being in Philadelphia? The rumors, <laughs> the rumors engaged, have the been way. swirling for
1: years that he already is engaged mm. and that this is all just a giant facade that he's pulled on, you guys, yeah. and I'm going to go with that. Coom?
0: I don't think Tyler's real.
2: Yeah, that's fair too. Was?
0: No, I don't think Tyler will because everyone kind of expects it and he doesn't want people to expect it.
2: He's also, again, in Philadelphia and not engaged. Um, question number two from Aiden Lads, we'll, we'll start with you, Aiden Hill. Who? Yeah, I think so. Who slash what are the Oilers' most likely trade chips? Just a yeah.
0: Uh, right now, I hate to say it, but Ryan McLeod is definitely one. I just, he's someone who I've really you know loved seeing the organization develop over the years. Unfortunately, his offense hasn't been there, and that's been an issue. Defensively, Ryan McLeod is actually very solid. He's probably one of the best two way forwards on the Oilers last season. I think he had one of the best like puck retrievals. That weren't Connor McDavid and Leon settled. So um, NHL said a couple of months ago wrote a great article on Ryan McLeod and what he actually does well. So if a team is looking for a nice two way third line center, that's Ryan McLeod. I think he's a good trade chip.
2: Uh, last season, Ryan McLeod had 11 goals, 23 points in 57 games. This season, 18 games played, no goals, four assists. I believe three of them have basically come in the last 10 days or so too. So, Coom, where are you at with who? slash what are the other's most likely trade chips?
3: Uh, I really don't want them to trade their first round pick this year. I'm going to go with one player I could really see getting moved is Philip Broberg. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of seen between Woodcroft, who was known for developing young players well, and Chris Knobla, no one's really interested in giving Broberg much of a chance in Edmonton's blue line. There was always all this talk in the preseason, okay, he's going to play on the right side next to Ekholm, or when Eckholm wasn't there, he was going to jump up to the second yeah. pairing, and he, they just never really seemed to want to give him big minutes. And he's, and I don't know. It just maybe this is the he's End on the final the year of his entry level contract. Hasn't established himself as an NHL defender. He might be the one going out if they want to upgrade the blue line.
1: Dan, I think it's probably like we're we're looking for the big, our biggest trade chips. It says who slash what are mo- most likely. Oh, most likely. I don't know. Like I think I think you're probably looking at players that haven't played on this team yet uh, this season. So the <laughs> Borgos the. The, the, I'm trying to think of other names that LaFleur, aren't. Yeah, like names that Pe- names aren't, aren't necessarily everyday NHL players. Those are just all on the board for me. And I'm with you, Coom. Don't trade that first round pick.
2: Right now, I think it's Warren Fogo because I don't think this team is a playoff team and they will need to be moving out contracts to gain assets, unfortunately. Number three, why does everyone seem to want Ken Holland to make a trade when it's obvious the Oilers are in a position of weakness? It's a sure loss. Kev, I'll say people want the others to make a trade. I think this is more from the last previous few days before mm-hmm. the Carolina game because they want this team to succeed, and they believe this team's good. But I think we've now come to the end of that road, not to keep being a dampener on it. will go right in the middle. What are you thinking?
3: Yeah, I don't want to be negative and, and, and be that guy because nobody wants to say the season's being punted by US Thanksgiving in late November but <laughs> the reality is is you've got Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl signed for years after this there's one more Draisaitl year two more McDavid years you can think about next season it doesn't you don't have to go and make a big mistake yeah. right now and i think a lot of people want to see the trade now because I think they can see that if there was an ace goaltender in net, the team could be good. It yeah, It is mm-hmm. maybe just that, but it's so hard to get a goalie this time of year that making that risk and fucking yourself completely in the off season, long term to do yeah. that, it's just not worth it, so... That's where I'm at with that. I I said before, don't trade the first. Don't attach anything to get rid of Campbell. Deal with it in the offseason. Retool. Figure it out in the offseason. Look, if you can figure this out this year and McDavid and Drysaddle can drag you to the playoffs, that's great. But don't be throwing away all your assets to fix
2: this year. Matthew?
0: Yeah, I think it's just uh, Orthis fans want to see a reaction. They want to see that the management actually cares and cares about the future of this team and McDavid and Dreissel. <coughs> they, don't, they don't want to see McDavid and Dreissel become wasted again in their prime. It's, it's similar to last season. Orthis fans were clamoring for a trade up until the Ekholm deal. It was every week, we need a trade, we need a defenseman, we need a defenseman. And it eventually happened, but now they're feeling it's probably going to be a little too late considering where they are in the standings.
2: Dan? Final thoughts on this. I just
1: think that this team is, like, I think it's shown this week, especially that all these, like, singular trade ideas that we have are just not going to answer the question. And so it's, you know, unless you're going to go out and make a trade for a guy that's going to stop goals and play better defense and score more goals for you, it's just not happening. I don't see anybody on the free market that's available for that, so it's not happening.
2: Not fixing it that way. So this next one is the last one, a bit of a a hypothetical, because I would assume... Roger's Place is due for a much-needed upgrade, and Mr. Cates needs your advice. Which (laughs) of these would you choose to bring Roger's Place some new life? So there's three options. Number one, a lower bowl standing room only behind the opposition net. Number two, a third-level gallery. Number three, cup holders for everyone.
1: All Uh, three.
2: Oh, yeah, oh, I'll be above. High. <laughs> You're Respect. High. You're right. Respect
1: to this person who's come up with the... Yeah, this is
2: fun. This is um, I'll go I'll go number one. I think the standing room behind yeah. the net would be good and bring a bit of an atmosphere. Yeah, yeah I like so that, that'd be cool. Actually.
3: European hockey stuff. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's fun. Damn. The traditionalist in me
1: believes that a third bowl brings in the traditionalists like me that can't afford to pay for most games these days and would go and be louder than the people that can afford $200 tickets so i would say and i wish that roger's place had built it with that third bowl in there anyways i would say a third bowl would help things but i do love Mm -hmm. the idea of the behind the net and i just punched myself with the microphone (laughs) sorry everybody good
3: they gotta bring back whatever those beer kegs they had at Rex Hall, Skyreach, oh, yeah. whatever Northland. Oh, City. the, they the gotta lines. Bring those things you
1: back. need the hoses. Yeah, like yeah. there
3: was something else about those beers. They would like travel all the way up, and by the time they got to you, they were they were hitting you in a different way. But I also agree with the the higher tier seat, the, yeah. the higher level seating there. That's always a blast having cheap seats. Like that's what I always love to go to baseball games. Like get yep. up there in the five hundred. That's exactly it. That's where the noise comes from.
0: Tickets. Like that's the way to do it.
3: That's where the real that's where the fans, vibes fans come live.
1: From.
2: Was, wrap it up.
0: I'll I'll be. You guys hit (laughs) some pretty good ones. I'll just go. Yeah, more cup holders would be great, especially someone who prefers to sometimes sit in the upper bowl because it's a great view. But like sometimes, like, where do I put my drink? Someone's gonna knock it over. And (laughs) uh, uh, funny enough, at the Jonas Brothers concert, I knocked over uh, a a group of girls' uh, candy because it was in a cup holder. So uh, what I've learned is don't put a cup of candy in a cup holder. Actually, you someone
1: will walk. You knocked over a cup that was in a cup holder. You picked it up and threw it. No, That's no, like savage.
0: I, I, I ran my my was. leg ran into it, and oh. it was, and I didn't even notice at the time. And my girlfriend's like, "You just spilt their candy." I felt really bad. I'm like, "I didn't mean no. to." I'm you sorry. Oh. You should You should
2: feel bad. That is very. He was, and he was
0: even making fun of them after <laughs> and everything.
2: He pointed and laughed well in the he's same breath as at them.
0: why do you have why do you have their, a cup of candy in there and, and
2: now he's learned. laughing
0: at them on the podcast
3: well you
2: know what wow.
0: vengeance is a bitch was. that's rough
3: alright
2: <laughs> well there you go I see it is presented by Pack the Nation Truck let's go and short Ford so Pack the Nation Truck we'll step aside for a quick
0: Kennedy got like four minutes here. Four-ish.
1: Okay. I just have my meeting in four minutes. I'll have to duck out here and that's okay. It's all good. Maybe Kennedy wants to sit in for 10 minutes. Yeah, she can do this. Yeah, we just want to
0: acknowledge it. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, <laughs> okay. Bring in a whole Kennedy's
2: here for the second half. Oh, wait. All right, Kennedy's here. Kennedy, hello. 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 I didn't set up the other mic, so my head is slightly tilted up whilst Kennedy stands. We are finding out if the thing is working. By thing, I mean audio board. And then I could just make this chair a little bit higher, I suppose. Nope, it doesn't go higher. (laughs) (laughs) This is good radio. We're good? Okay, here we go. Coom, do you know how to play? What? Kennedy's going to... Kennedy's have some quotes. Okay. okay. And you have to guess who it is from the normal O and R cast. So it'd be me, Dan, BM, Tyler, or Rick. Okay. And then at the end she'll play them. Yeah.
4: So she there's, goes there's, through there's, it. So there are six quotes. There's two of the same person. So you, um it's not process of elimination. And you have to guess who said it. And it's the yeah, like Liam said, the original ONR cast. righty. Here we go. So pens and papers. So the first quote is his teammates watched that watched that shit. Who said it? Rick. Rick. No, you have to write it down.
0: Oh my I don't know what you did Take didn't, your
1: phone.
2: Yeah, I guess. Uh, you make me work. God. Unbelievable.
1: You sure. try a game on the fly with two new cast okay, members. So that, was <laughs> that was a practice. <laughs> that
4: was a practice. That was a test. Okay, so and we're gonna do it all at the end. We all know we're right. Okay, so number two is I'm like a motherfucker. I'm so mad, and you're out there doing the Dougie. Who said uh, it? Write it down. Yeah, I wonder. Okay, number three was well. Your next contract's gonna be a bit crazy, big guy.
2: Okay, number four. Number four. Whoa, ten grand. I <laughs> feel like I'm doing pretty well today, but you can see over my shoulder. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
4: number 5, handful of frozen peas just eating them like popcorn.
2: Okay, that seems like it might be a trick. Oh man, that does seem like a sneaky one. Oh man.
4: And then number 6 is I think your filter sucks, bro.
2: Ah, uh, no, that's not good. All right. Everyone good? Uh, mhm. Okay, Kennedy, are we connected to the audio? I believe so. This is the coolest okay. part of the quote. Number game. 1. Which and was already ruined, but whatever. <laughs> we're, gonna,
4: we're gonna, Okay, so the number one was his teammates watched that shit. Liam Stark, who did you put down?
2: I put Rick.
4: Dan, who'd you put down?
2: I put Rick.
4: Cumin, who'd you put down? I
1: put Rick.
0: <laughs> Waz, who'd you put down? Rick Weidman. <laughs> ah, you ruined Ready? it. Ready?
4: Oh come Here on! Here we go. Cuss. <laughs> okay. Is mm, it's not give it yeah. a second
1: because here we go here we go, here we go.
4: takes a second okay
1: here's the audio with your talent because other free agents watch that shit oh. people oh, yeah. th- and young players they t- his teammates watch that shit and if he that was wow. a Dan quote
2: anything Dan swore. I don't
1: usually swear wait how did
3: you not guess yourself that's usually that's how this game what's goes what's going on here that's this how game. Kennedy wins yes. is if you
4: don't guess yourself
3: <laughs> yep so I go 0 for I'm every, every time, time. you every forget time. what you said on yep. the
2: podcast Dan every time. alrighty Number two.
4: I'm like, motherfucker, I'm so mad, and you're out there doing the Dougie. Who said it?
2: That was BM. Nobody else knows the Dougie. I guess
1: Tyler.
3: I guess BM. I don't know who else talks that way.
4: What else did you
1: put? I
3: put BM. Here's
4: the audio.
1: Who hits the dance floor first (laughs) was Black Ace,
3: Mark Fane, out there cutting a rug, rug, and I'm just looking over at him. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm (laughs) so mad, and you're out there doing the Dougie or whatever he was doing. guy.
4: (laughs) So funny. Number three number three well your next contract's gonna be a bit of a is well your next contract's gonna be a bit crazy big guy
2: i said Dan, but now i think it's rick but my answer is dan i guess bm
3: bm i guess liam for that oh
2: could be anyone
4: here's the
1: audio Billy too. Just to me, it's silly to keep doing this. But can you imagine, sh- like, last year of Dry Settle's contract, the Oilers are like, hey, man,
0: we're playing you with Devin Shore all year. <laughs> and it's like, what? It's like, well, dude, your next contract's
2: going to be a little crazy big guy. Like, Listen, they, they might have to do that this season. Maybe we need Devin Shore.
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: everything Aww. went
2: south when the he left. The look Liam
4: out. just gave me. Well, I'm not going to say anything. That was a tie quote. Already, number four. Whoa, 10 grand. Who said it?
2: Tyler. I said Tyler.
3: I said Tyler for this one as well. Damn. Sounds like a Tyler level excitement.
1: I guessed ty- Liam. The
2: Better hope nobody uh, leaves the Oilers, otherwise, that cap is going to go up and it's going to be an expensive steak dinner. <laughs>
1: like while you're eating <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it.
3: Like,
2: <hey man>. Whoa, <laughs> 10 grand? <laughs> Sorry.
3: Damn. Damn. Wow, congratulations. Damn. I got Should these I two mixed one? up.
4: D- Alrighty, number five, handful of frozen peas, just eating them like popcorn. Who said it?
3: I figured that was going to be BM making fun of Tyler. That's a trick question. That's uh, what I thought. BM.
1: I guessed myself. How,
3: How do you th-
4: not know, Dan? <laughs> yeah. Here's the audio. I can't have oh, any I was
1: food like, What do you eat, frozen um, veggies? Uh, yeah, yeah, don't one. you use, have like a, a weird, yeah. frozy veggie thing I you just do? I just like eating frozen veggies. Yeah, they're just... you on
2: that train? Well, oh, I was going to say, hold on a second. Are you like f- firing them back frozen?
1: Cook them. Yeah. It's a good handful of frozen peas. is eating
2: like popcorns? Oh, wow. This is not good. That was a Rick quote. i with this right now.
4: Alrighty, last one, number six. This could be anybody. I think your filter sucks, bro. Would we put it down?
3: That's gotta be
2: Tyler. I, Tyler. I said Liam because I ran out of options, but I also <laughs> never say bro. Yeah, yeah. Tyler's a Tyler bro guy.
1: I bro. said Tyler because the bro. Yeah,
3: yeah, it has no one else says what that. What are you doing, bro? Yeah. Tyler's uh, 21
2: years old, yeah. Here we go. Woke up the next day and this other one is sucked up to the filter. I'm like, oh man. My. I think your filter sucks, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> there you go, it's so easy. Yeah, that
3: was an easy one.
0: Too Young easy. boy.
4: Alrighty, how'd we do?
2: Two for uh, six. I got uh,
0: one. Yeah, I got two for six. I got three.
4: Wow. Wow, congrats, Coombe. That First coombe. time. The no, is smoking hot. hot. That was a
3: good bun to press. That
2: was, uh, that was, was. a random bun. Thank you very much, Kennedy. Thank you William. We'll see you in the watch along in one and a half hours. Thanks, Kennedy. Okay, Dan, do you have to rip or can you do hot and cold performers. I can stay for hot and cold. Okay, hot and cold performers. I'm currently in my meeting. What is that? Uh, Oh nice. <laughs> Start with vegetables. Yes, we do. Was who's your cold performer of the week? Well, obviously
0: it's easy to go to the oil. However, I will actually it's something in my life um the referee in my soccer game, complete ass. Mm. Yeah, a lot of frustrations behind the bench. Mm-hmm. Nobody, it felt like he was kind of like he was running his own show, his own world. Yeah. Um. Basically, apparently we learned that there's no advantage momentum. Like uh, my buddy Brett here in the back, he he, uh-huh. he fouled a guy and he, or something. He's like, basically the refs like, this isn't hockey, my my guy.
2: I'm like, well, okay, it's he, indoor. He's Maybe. lying. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Roz, Ross Ross's wife. <laughs> <I'm laughs> <sick. laughs> There you go. I'm upset, too. And Coom Cold Performer of the Week.
3: Cold Performer?
2: Cold Performer. Oh.
3: um. Okay. I guess I'll go back to my old reliable here, which is that <laughs> the weather appears to be getting slightly colder. It, <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. It's been a really good
3: November thus far for weather, but it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's uh, it tends to be a bit colder this week than last.
2: Not weather. Oh my no! God! No! God, please, no! 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 Yeah. No! No! <laughs> Dan,
1: co-performer
2: of the week. Well,
1: I mean, it's uh, my selfish one is YouTube uh, because I'm <laughs> currently in a war with yeah. uh, YouTube on on hockey fight social media. Uh, but for me, it's the Edmonton Oilers. We're 19 games, 18 games into the season, and I'm sitting next to my buddy Coom here, and I feel like we're right back in yeah. the decade of darkness. It it's it's super freaking annoying to me in 2023 like this was we we did our time we logged our time with this shit of an organization we shouldn't be doing this anymore so the edmonton oilers you just for your general performance this season you're getting my cool performer of the week
0: it's been up and down like a toilet seat
1: really no
2: but it's just been down ken yeah, you're it's wrong just been down, it's ken. been a plug toilet what world. worst <sighs> toilet Golly seat Lord. ever uh, well, I already said my co performer of the week. The fact I don't have hot water at my house right now is a bit of an obstacle in my life. I have to hand wash dishes. I got one of those old fashioned laundry things. I don't actually have a one. Towel? Of those. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the lack of hot water in my life.
0: Worse, worse, worse.
2: All right, let's flip it on the other way and end the week on a positive note. Dan. Your hot performer of the week, please.
1: I just wrote it down, and now I can't remember what it was. It's been be. good. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's
2: uh, gonna go to Jacob
1: Truba. Uh, if you hadn't seen this yet, uh, he was, he was at the end of the Pittsburgh Penguins game and a fan had a sign for him that said, Hey Truba, your art sucks, which is a pretty good sign to bring to a game, troll a guy for something that has nothing to do with his play on the ice, have some fun with him. Uh, he took a screenshot of that and he posted it on his own account and gave the, you know, the artist twinge to it, which is something about making people feel emotions and that kind of thing. And, uh, he just had some fun with it. So Jacob Truba, you're going to get my hot performer of the week. I, 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 I'm, alive. I'm annoyed that i had to go outside of like the city of edmonton outside of edmonton like all that It just yeah. annoying to me it's a bummer Coom,
2: hot performer um, not the weather
3: not the weather it's <laughs> getting a little colder um, but I, next week's weather oh man if it gets warmer next week you know my answer but <laughs> for now we- that that wouldn't be it but for me it's gonna be i purchased the super mario rpg game for the nintendo, nintendo switch wow and it's very fun
2: Jones Jones
1: Bobby Bobby Ging Ging massage. Was? Is that you singing over top of the Jones, oh, was B- Jones
2: Ging Ging massage. I don't know, it could be anything. Interesting. that <laughs> uh, was?
0: I'll give it the Jack Campbell. it was nice to see him smile after that shutout win and everyone. It was just good vibes in Bakersfield, and it was funny to see some comments in our on organization's with Instagram people were like, You last just last week you guys were shitting on Jack Campbell look at you guys. I'm like, Yeah, because he was not playing very well and he deserved a criticism last week. So but you know, it's, it's, uh, things change and he's, it's going to see him smile and That's all.
2: <laughs> One more time. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. My all performer of the week last week. My co-performer was the fact that my dog had a pinched nerve and was not looking very good. This week, Charlie is thriving and has become the king of the kingdom once again, and he is doing very well. So let's find a button for the real King Charles, which is going to be... <laughs> oh, wrong one.
4: <laughs> Open Gagne star.
1: Hey, Sammy Gagne. Oh, 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 oh.
2: oh there you go, everybody. Shout out Dan for being here again for the second time this week. I try. Cam. Best wishes. For joining us. Be on the watch along. Was. For also joining us, he will also be on the watch along.
0: I'm here for the food.
2: What we'll are we got? for the third?
0: I don't know. We're getting some food pizza, maybe. Ooh, from pizza. DoorDash, probably. Now, there you go.
2: There you go. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Oilers Nation Radio. Go, Oilers.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen